Well, hello there. Welcome to the Dairy Tribune Podcast. I'm your guest host, Corey Valdez, and we are back from holiday. Happy New Year to one and all. Let's get started. Today we have a special guest. Her name is Elena Welty. She is the Executive Director of Friends of the Madeira Animal Shelter. Welcome, Elena. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Nice for you to be here. So, uh, Friends of Madeira Animal Shelter, can you tell me what your job entitles? Um, my job is mainly um, I, t- I oversee the staff, and it's going through and trying to get some fundraisers together, um, organizing volunteers, setting up events when I can. Um, it's it's really all-encompassing. There's so much behind the executive director. Uh, and I'm still learning myself because this is a job that I have never had before. I just started as a volunteer, um, as a foster, and then joined the board. And when this position opened up, I you know, submitted my, res- my resignation from the board and became the executive director. So I'm still learning. I started in August and I'm still like, okay, hands in everything and trying to organize what it is I do, but it's mainly all about the animals and, and people who are, you know, working to save them. So for those who don't know, what's the difference between the, the friends and the shelter itself? The shelter is um, county-based, so they get their funding through the county, um, and they have a physical shelter so they can hold a large quantity, well, I'm not going to say too large of a quantity of animals, but they can actually take in animals from the community and hold them at their facility, whereas Friends of Madeira is a 501c3 nonprofit, no-kill rescue, and we're foster-based, so all of our animals are in foster care, Um, and that actually gives us a lot more freedom because we have the freedom to say no when our fosters are full, whereas the shelter a lot of times don't have the freedom to say, no, I'm sorry, we can't take this animal because they have to. So it gives us the chance to continue to be a no-kill shelter because we're not overwhelming our fosters, we're not overwhelmed in our facility, and we're giving those animals enough time to find a home. And it really, it really is a benefit. You know, when we were speaking on the phone last week, you had mentioned that the shelter had taken in over 400 dogs in the month of December alone. That's so overwhelming mm-hmm. you know and it's like how how could this happen why is this happening so what when with so many coming into the shelter do they call you and say hey can you take some off our hand can you foster I mean it really depends um, with so many coming in I mean when we're closed down for dogs because right now all of our dogs um, the adoptions for dogs have been really slow so unfortunately we haven't been able to take any from the shelter but they will call us on occasion hey do you have room you know some some dogs came in we could really use some help and we'll have some staff go down there see what's available we'll even help by marketing to other rescues so we try to connect with um, because the rescue world while it's so big it, it can seem so small we are all in connection with each other so we're calling other rescues or we might know a rescue that specializes in a certain breed of dog so if we see it in the shelter we'll go ahead and give those rescues a call and say hey you know we can pull this dog for you and we do a lot of trips to the bay area so we can go ahead and grab this dog for you and drop it off and it just helps alleviate the strain because the shelter really isn't equipped to handle that overwhelming population but with so many animals that were not spayed or neutered and with so many vets that shortage of vets is really making it so that all the spay and neuter appointments are pushed out dramatically 
So people are having unexpected litters and it's just overwhelming everyone. And so we're trying to just make sure that we market to other rescues and we're trying to make sure that we can avoid um, that euthanization rate going up. Right. Um, one of the things that you're, we need at the FMAS is volunteer, isn't it? So on January 21st and on February 18th, the Friends of the Madeira Animal Shelter will be holding a volunteer recruitment. Um, it is at the Madeira County Library in the conference room, which is at 5th Street at the side of the library from 10 to 12. So if you have any free time on your hands, volunteering for this organization will be a great start to your new year. So on this volunteer recruitment, um, how many volunteers do you need? How long do you teach them to foster? It's, well, we are, since we're a foster and volunteer based, we need as many volunteers and fosters as we possibly can get. The more um, volunteers we have, the more that we can hold these events, like um, the adoption events or the shop clinic or just um, pop-up events where we do community outreach, where we can share, you know, just tips and tricks and, you know, maybe just information that people didn't have. Volunteers really make the difference. Volunteers, because we are a staff of about four people. So if we want to have that community outreach, we really need the community. Um, we need their help to just do things like, you know, cleaning up after, because we do have some cats in the office. So sometimes we need help cleaning up with the cats in the office. Sometimes we need administrative help because there's a lot of paperwork from the shop clinics or adoption paperwork and we just need that data entry. Sometimes we need people who have knowledge with social media. That's one of the big things that is really helping market a lot of these animals. So people that are familiar with you know vid videos and pictures and just can really make it pop to other people, they can be a huge help. Fosters are are necessary because without fosters we cannot pull from the community and we get calls every day with people who are losing their homes or something happens and they need help with the animal but if we don't have the foster available it breaks our heart to say I'm, I'm sorry we can't and then we have to send them to the shelter which again is overwhelmed they had 400 animals so we do um for fosters, we do provide material, um, so we'll provide like litter if they have cats, litter and food. For dogs, we'll provide a kennel if they need it, um, and food and, and anything like that. The supplies to keep them, you know, healthy. We'll do medications, um, we'll arrange the appointments and everything like that. So we really do try to make sure that the fosters feel like that what they really need to do is love the animal, give it a safe, comfortable environment and, you know, help it because a lot of times these animals are coming from traumatic situations. You know, they might be, it can be tra traumatizing to be in the shelter. So they need some time to decompress and they need a, you know, calm space. So if people have space in their homes, then it really helps that dog to come around. So when it comes time for the adoption event, they're happy and they're, you know, excited to meet people. Uh, for volunteers, yeah, we'll, we will absolutely do training for them. We'll make sure that they know any of the paperwork. Um, when they come to an event for the first time, you know, they'll have somebody to walk around and show them exactly what we're looking for and what we need. And so you kind of, you get that support all the way through. Um, we just need to have the bodies. And right now we are sadly lacking for any 
help besides outside of the shock clinic. And what's the age limit? For? Uh, 16 with parental consent. So you kids out there, if you're needing some extra credit, community service, here you go. <laughs> give them a call. I'll give you the number later. <laughs> All right. So um, also you're a 501, you said, uh, for a C, so nonprofit. Uh, the taxes are coming up. This is a good way for tax deduction. What better way than to help our animals here in Madeira? So now um, we talked about the volunteer. Also what's happening with the Friends of the Madeira Animal Shelter um, is the adoption event on January 28th, which is in a couple of weeks from now. It's at from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. at the Petco uh, on Cleveland Avenue at 2140 West Cleveland. So tell me what's going on with the adoption. I'm so excited. Honestly, I'm so excited about this adoption event because... For a, a long time, we've been doing adoption events in the Bay Area, and I really, really wanted to have more adoption events locally because, you know, they are our animals, and there's we're, we're, we're opening up space here, and we're showing them we're being in with the community, and I feel like there was like a disconnect in, in a ways. So working with um, some of the managers at Petco and even Tractor Supply, we got together and it's now going to be something that hopefully once, if not twice a month, we can do locally. And Petco was my first go-to. We applied to be an adoption partner and they're making space for us and tended to we'll probably have about five or six dogs there. So it's not, you know, not a huge space, but just enough. And I know a lot of people have been asking Petco when they come in the stores. The managers have said, you know, they ask when the next dog adoption <laughs> event. <laughs> I do that. <laughs> they ask when the next dog adoption event is. So now um, I feel like we can better lay it out on our calendars and have those local adoption events because sometimes it's hard to go out to the shelter. Um, you know, sometimes they don't have time to go out. But if they're adopting from us, they're also helping us pull from the shelter. So it's a win-win in this community. Um, we're, we're really making sure that we have the space by freeing up our fosters. Somebody can find an animal that was local and they can save. And it's just, it's an all-around good feeling. It's an all-around good thing to, to happen. So with Petco, I'm excited about it from 10 to 2. And uh, yeah, 5 to 6 dogs. And any dogs that we don't have or any, if uh, we, we post a lot of the animals that we have available on our Facebook page, so if there's a dog maybe that's not at the adoption event and people want to know, they're more than welcome to come up and say, hey, I'm interested in this dog, and then we'll arrange a meet and greet. So just because we don't have that dog there at the time doesn't mean it's not possible to see the dog. So um, you can check out the Facebook page. Do you have an Instagram page too? Yes, we have an Instagram. We have, well, so there's two. <laughs> One we couldn't access, so um, I don't know what happened to the password, but the, the Instagram is the if friends of Friends Madeira Animal Shelter. There's no of. <laughs> so, so Friends Madeira Animal Shelter. That, that's your Instagram. That's the Instagram. Okay. And then there's the Facebook. And the Facebook is Friends and Madeira. And both of them are updated. Yes. Okay. So we talked about dogs at the event. Are you going to have any cats? We're not going to have any cats. At this event. <laughs> they actually have. So Petco has an adoption partner that does bring cats in. <laughs> so they have they have uh, someone that does bring cats in, um, but we if we're working right now on updating our website so that we can post all the animals that we have available. 
Um, so we'll try to make sure that we have the cats and the dogs. Um, but for cats, we don't want to like step on the toes of the adoption partners they already have. So there is, there is cats there, and I think it's every other weekend that they have um, cats, but we're going to do the dogs. We're going to focus on dogs in this area, especially since dogs are our hardest to adopt. Uh, cats, amazingly, or maybe not that amazingly, you know, a lot of people have apartments and things like that, so they can have an animal, and cats tend to be the easiest ones right. to have. So it's dogs that we're focusing on because they are, it's so hard to adopt them. And so we're just trying to make sure that we, you know, put the dogs out there and let them find their forevers. Well, that sounds like um, a great event coming up, um, the adoption on January 28th. Again, it's at Petco. But another thing that the FMAS does all the time, every month, the first Saturday of the month is the Shot Clinic located at 1604 Sunrise from 9 to 11. Price is still the same, $10 for um, rabies, uh, $15 for the FVRCP. Mm-hmm. What does that stand for? <laughs> oh, you're going to make me, uh, it's like a feline. Oh, I, I thought I it was a feline. <laughs> the the FVRCP is the feline vaccine. Um, I wish I could tell you, I'd have to look that up, exactly what it stands for. I'm so used to using the acronyms now that it's just like, oh. <laughs> but also, they do microchip there. So if your cat or dog needs to be microchip, it's $20. And it's a great service they do for uh, pet owners throughout Madeira, this monthly event. Again, it's the first Saturday of each month. So again, um, anything else you want to add about the, the um, MMAS? I just I think if um, if you guys want to come out to the shop clinic I, I I that's probably one of the things that I personally love because it's just we're there in the community every month um, so when you get a new pet please come out um, get your vaccines it's really you're not going to have to pay for a vet visit you can't beat those prices <laughs> um, tractor supply you said you're out there now too yes yeah, so um, we have a tractor supply. We just, we just left this last weekend, we did um, the dog adoption, and it was a pop-up. Tractor Supply was amazing because they let us do a pop-up that day because we had an event scheduled for the Bay Area, but with the excessive rains, we just did not feel comfortable taking that many dogs up there. So Tractor Supply was wonderful in opening up their stores and allowing us to set up and you know have some dogs there. But ideally, I'd like to have maybe one event at... Uh, Petco, and then the next month will be a tractor supply. So we have one scheduled for this uh, month at Petco, and then the next month, I believe it's the 25th of February, um, of February, that we will have our tractor supply event. So we're just trying to make that an alternate. And if we're lucky, if we get enough volunteers, that's another thing. If we get enough volunteers, and that we can train to run, you know, help run these adoption clinics, then if we're lucky, we could have two a month. You know, one at Tractor Supply, one at Petco, and that really just pushes those dogs out there and lets people who are thinking about adopting a dog see those dogs and find the, you know, something might click. And then, like I said, we're able to free up our fosters, we're able to pull from the shelter, and we're able to save that dog from, you know, the potential euthanization, which is something that is, is I mean, they deserve to be saved. They deserve to have a chance. Yes, they do. Mm-hmm. Yes, they do. 
So if you have room in your home and if you have room in your heart, um, please consider adopting, whether it be a cat or a dog, uh, you can call the office at 559-363-5106. Again, the number is 559-363-5106. Don't forget to check them out on Facebook and Instagram. And again, tax deduction. We have to do our taxes. This is a great organization. <laughs> Save a life. Elena, thank you so much for coming in. I so appreciate it. Thank you. Well, that's our podcast for today. Thank you for listening. We'll be back next week. Have a great week. Well, that's it for me. Enjoy the rest of your week, and we'll catch you next time.